Hi and welcome to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm your host Renee Bennett and this is a leadership podcast for ordinary girls compelled to lead an extraordinary life. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. Welcome to episode 99 of Girl Next Door. We are one away from 100. I've got a special guest next week. You are not, not next week. What day is it today? Wednesday. I've got a special guest on Friday that you will not want to miss. So make sure you check back in to celebrate our 100th episode. Um, also another little treat for us all guys, I'm moving the pot, not moving. I'm also adding to the podcast that it will be available on YouTube as well. So stay tuned for a bit more of that because apparently a lot of you like listening. It'll only be an audio grab because hello, I don't have time to video myself twice a week. That means I'd have to actually do my hair properly (laughs) twice a week. It's too much. Anyway, um, also third thing, stay till the end of the podcast today because I'm announcing uh, a brand new book for those of you that like doing Girl Next Door Book Club. Um, But all I can say is come along, look at my social media. There's a link there to my Facebook page. So come and join us there because we are starting a brand new topic today. And this is what book club is also going to be about. And to introduce the topic, guess what? I'm not alone right now. I've got Boy Down the Road is back. Yes, here I am. (laughs) The boy down the road. The boy down the road. Guys, it's Isaiah Simmons who turns out to be one of the the favorite guests. I love the Girl Next Door audience. No, I didn't know that, but that's nice to know. Yep, yep. Every time. I don't know if it's you or the topics we do. Might be both. (laughs) I reckon it's me. No, I reckon (laughs) it's it's you. Because everyone loved the satanic panic. Yeah, that was a great one. That was was a a good one. one. That was fun. So we are going to discuss another hot topic today, and I'm calling it Modest is Hottest. Whoa. Oh, no. This is going to be great. This is going to be good. Okay. And once again, Izzy and I have had minimal conversation about this. Kind of yeah. had, we had a little convo before we started recording. Um, but I want to talk about... Now, you guys might not be aware, but there's been a massive controversy on social media recently. Yeah, huge. Huge. Uh, And it's all been around this singer song. There's a Christian singer songwriter called Matthew West. I'd never heard of him before, but some of the people that I follow on social media who I follow them, not because I agree with them, but because I disagree with them. So I like to keep my brain (laughs) like, what are the people? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are the people I disagree with saying? So anyway, this is how it came to my attention. And he wrote this fun song recently called Modest is Hottest, right? And this guy got cancelled. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And so he was called out, launched upon, he took the video down um, did kind of an apology, not really an apology. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. So had you heard of this guy before, Matthew I've West? I've never heard of him. He sounds to me like a, um, like an American, you know, the American yeah. worship leaders that are like, not like, you know, yeah. Curry Joe, but they're still circulating and popular there. Hasn't reached Australian shores. So I didn't know about it, but, uh, I did hear about this song and he mentioned a couple of like superstars on this song too, right? Like he mentioned the yes. Kardashians. Kardashians, And he Cardi mentioned Cardi B. B, which I was like, oh, okay, here we go. He's going for it. But you know yeah. what I noticed is when I did a little bit of research on it, um, a lot of the pushback wasn't just from like um, a particular political side or uh, it wasn't from, you know, 
it was actually a lot of progressive Christians as well that were like, yes, that were tearing him to shreds. Like yes. there were other worship leaders who were like, girls can wear what they want, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah, it was full on. I think a worship pastor came out in defense of his daughters, this guy. So Matthew West is like in his 40s. Yep. By the way, he's a five-time Grammy nominated Singer-songwriter. He's a big deal. He's well known. I have no idea. I think because I think I don't know. Maybe it's kind of oh, dare I say it? Like kind of cheesy American Christian songs, maybe. (laughs) Oh my god! I I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, do you have the lyrics there? Uh, Can you can can you look up? Okay, we'll get we'll get Isaiah to to pull up the the lyrics so we can have a bit of a look. But basically, he wrote this song as a joke. And his wife and his two daughters were in the video. Luckily, I saw the video clip before it got pulled down because it's he pulled it down off YouTube. I don't even know if you can... I think there's little snippets of the song on social media. But uh, basically, he's, he's singing about how dads feel about their girls, right? Like, yeah. boys stay away, girls, turtlenecks are in, girls, did you know? Black, yes. black slacks are in, like... <laughs> so it's a bit of a joke. So do you want to maybe... Um, Read, read us the first, maybe the, the first verse. verse. I'm going to say verse yeah. in chorus. Yeah, done. I'll, I'll do the first <laughs> verse. Dear daughter, it's me, your father. I think it's time we had a talk. The boys are coming around because you're beautiful and it's all your mother's fault. And I've been trying hard to raise you upright. No drinking, no smoking, no swearing. But your old man's got a little more advice when it comes to the clothes that you're wearing. Listen. Yes. And he says, then, modest is the hottest. The latest yeah. fashion trend is a little more amish, a little less Kardashian. What the boys really love is turtleneck and sensible pair of slacks, like you said. Honey, honey modest is the hottest, sincerely your dad. And yeah. then he threatens about, well, not threatens, I shouldn't say that, but if I if I catch you doing TikTok dances in oh, a crop top, yeah. so God help me, also help me God. <laughs> I must say, I'm sick to death of the TikTok dances. Yeah, I don't have TikTok. Well, they come up on Instagram. Oh, yeah, the reels now. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. when, I don't know, this really gets me, but these, like, older women that are doing <laughs> it, I'm like, stop it. <laughs> it's not. If I started uh, doing that, I think my family would disown me. Oh, man. Like, so read the bit, the bit too, at the end about Cardi B. Um, I think yeah. it's the last verse. So it's... Um, uh, Mums and dads around the world, yeah, they're on their knees. Lord, make them more like Jesus and less like Cardi B. (laughs) No offense to Cardi B, I'm sure she's a really nice girl and Jesus loves her, but I just think modest is the hottest. Right. Yeah. And this guy got utterly slammed. Yeah, he got slammed. Okay. Cancelled. He's a victim of the cancels. Totally, totally. Okay, so let me ask you a few questions. What do you think of the song? I know you never saw the video because by the time. I alerted you to yes. it. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, taken yeah. down. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, like I, I feel like the song in jest is like it's it's a joke, like mm. it's a parody, but it's sending a message of modesty. Um, I, it's it to me. I go to myself. I would never have done a video like that in this climate. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just right. being honest. I probably wouldn't have done it just because. Um, there's so many sensitive people out there at the moment, especially that are like, whoa, ready to jump on anybody who says anything a little bit. Yeah. I think the message is cool. Like, um, modesty is important. Let's talk about that. Um, 
I, I, yeah. And again, when you read the lyrics, it's sort of like, oh, wow, like this is full on. But when you actually probably watch the whole parody, you can probably feel the heart of something when you actually watch it. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So I feel like if he's doing it as a joke with a subtle, like, let's just say the only thing that I want my daughters to learn in this whole song is that it's a, it's important to be modest. Um, and everything else is sort of a joke. I think, yeah, I think it's not a big deal. Yeah. And if you, if you saw the video, they were all wearing black and, and the girls were sitting there rolling their eyes. And then he was trying to cover up them up more and more by like throwing blankets and things on them. Right. So, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm older, I'm his age. I've got kids his age and older. So when I think of my daughter and I think of that song, I think the song's hilarious. Like what? Because... He wasn't trying to make a point about boys. He was he was actually making a point. Well, he was in a way, but he was basically like, who wants to think that their little girl mm. is going to go off, have a boyfriend? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when yeah, I yeah. think of Georgia, yes. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, they say you got to get past the dad. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good like, luck. It, it was a, to me, it was a joke. Yeah. It was funny as see and when you're saying like you, you talk about the video and th- he's throwing stuff on his daughters like come on you yes. it's really hard to take that like super duper seriously but then there's a little message in it which i don't think is wrong like yeah. hello let's be modest in all things yeah like, yeah but i think what's happened and we'll talk about this i've got another question for you we'll talk about yeah. this a bit after a bit later but i think what what the reaction is is a deeper set purity culture problem yep. Where I think, particularly in America, I think America and Australia are quite different, although it depends how you grew up. Mm. But I think there's been a lot of people that have had negative experiences with purity culture. Correct. And so they felt like this song was promoting that purity culture. That's where the issue. that experience too that they had. Yeah, 100% agree. 100% agree. But before we get into that discussion, what what do you think of people being cancelled like this? That you can get a few people that don't agree who have got obviously some weight and some following and the next thing the guy has to take it down. See, if we've come to a, a time in space in the world where you can't you can't disagree anymore. Yeah. It's like, but I think that disagree is the best um, dialogue. You, we disagree, I get to learn what you think, you get to hear what I think. Um, and we might not leave the conversation agreeing with either one, yeah. but we do leave the conversation sort of being aware of a bigger world to get yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. And so now it's like, well, no, unless you agree with me, um, I'm canceling your worldview or your opinion completely. Um, mm. and I think it's dangerous. Mm. I think cancel culture is so dangerous because, um, now there's no, there's no dialogue. There's no discourse. There's no understanding. It's just like, no, if you don't fit into this category, um, yeah. you don't have a voice anymore. Yeah. And that's probably the scariest thing about cancel culture. Cause it's not just saying, um, you're wrong. It's saying I'm actually taking your voice because now anything that this guy says is going to be seen through the lens of, well, he's another victim of cancel culture. Yeah. Can we take what he says seriously? It's yeah. brand damage. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's like yeah. now I can't say anything without the fact that I have been cancelled before. And I think it's dangerous. Yeah. If we've come into a world where it's like we can't disagree anymore. Yeah. Um, that's dangerous to me. Yeah. yeah. And interestingly, the people doing the cancelling, they never call it cancelling. They say, I'm, I'm holding that person accountable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're yes. holding them accountable to their standards, exactly. their own standards. Their own standards. Yeah, I agree. I think the cancel culture, 
Um, and this goes both ways. There, there are plenty of people who I do not agree with on social oh, media heaps. who make me infuriate, furious with some of their views. But I'm not going about trying to get them cancelled. No way. But yet they feel like they can go and cancel someone like a, a Matthew West. Yeah. But the funny thing is I thought that these these very same people that are cancelling and holding accountable are also really into tolerance. Yeah. Well, how's that <laughs> yeah. tolerant? Yeah, that's true. I'll but be tolerant as long as you agree with me. Correct, correct. That's the danger. It's I'll pick and choose when I want to be, um, when I want to advocate or when I want to be tolerant. Like you said, that's the scary part. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's like these social justice warriors who are literally ready to just shut down. Or yeah, it's very yeah. dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. So he didn't actually apologize as such. He did put a uh, a little tile? yeah a tile yeah, on yeah. social media, kind of explaining why he did the song and then why he deleted it. Yeah, okay. But he didn't actually apologize, which of course then makes all these lefty people come oh like I should say lefty <laughs> people, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. come at him even yes, more. Because yeah. what I find is even when people do apologize, the apology is never enough anyway. No. Regardless of no. how you apologize. It's, and then it's like you shouldn't have. You yeah. shouldn't have. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. The harm yeah, you yeah. caused yeah, and yeah, yeah. Trauma, blah, blah. the T word. So let me ask you, do you think that he should have taken it down? Um I think that the reason why he probably took it down is, oh, oh, I can't say why he took it down. I I probably think he should have. And the only reason I think he should have is because surely he's thinking big picture here. Um, Is this helping my bigger cause, which is um, promoting a life of um, being a Christian? Do you know what I mean? Like if he's getting slammed and all this stuff, he's probably, look, I'd rather just like not have it here at all, um, clean slate and um, keep promoting God through my worship or my music. I'm probably, I don't know, me personally, I wouldn't have taken it down, but I can see why he would have taken it down. Yeah. He's probably protecting his platform as well. Yeah. And his ministry is, yeah. But um, would I have taken it down? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm going to have to cancel you now. (laughs) Because <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you, <laughs> and since our opinions different, yeah, that's it. Go. You're it's done. Cancelled. You're I'm out of here. Never being invited it's so back. ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I agree with you on the part where you said you wouldn't have taken it, taken it down, but you said at the start that he should have taken it yeah. down. You thought it was a good call. I think he shouldn't have. Yeah, you don't think? Okay. Yeah, for yeah. one reason, nothing to do do with whether I agreed or not with his song. But every time someone bows to this cancel cancel yeah, culture. It's true. Gives more air mm. and more more control. Yeah, that's true. To to them because ultimately his message, you know, he could equally come out and go, "My message was just about I really want to just protect my girls. I love my girls. Yeah, it was exactly. a joke, and every day I'm a dad. You know, I'm it's a dad. Like just being cringy. How many times yeah. have you heard someone say, you know, the dads have got a gun? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? So exactly. So if you come knocking on my door, you got to yeah. contend with debt. What? What are we going to do? Cancel that person for violence because yeah. they've said a joke about having a gun, like, which, and we're in Australia here, we don't actually have guns. Yeah. No, from that um, point of view, you're right. From that point of view, you're right. Because when, when is it enough? Like, when are you going to, yeah, it's just going to keep going. What yeah. if they pull, and the worst part about cancel culture is they're going through the archives. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's not yes. just what you're saying now, it's what yep. you said 10 years ago. Yep. And then it's like, but anyway, that's another yeah. discussion. Yeah. Like I had some people get really cross last year and I got some inboxes from some and comments. so-called, so-called mm. influential people saying that I needed to take down the podcast about um, 
the way that girls teaching girls about their voice. Oh, I remember. Tone. You, I remember this. Yeah, I remember and this. you know what? They never listened to the podcast. These people. No. They went by the title. Correct. And I was like, I'm not going to be bullied by you. I don't care who you are. I reckon they went by the title, and I reckon they went by went by whoever sent it to them. Yes. Saying like, can you believe yes. this? Do you know yes. what I mean? And that's the other part about this cancel stuff. It's like a lot of people are going on the train of cancel because of the hysteria or because yeah. of the reactions, yes. but not actually listening to it for themselves or not yeah. actually like your instance, listening to the podcast, because mm. I reckon if that person actually listened to it, yeah. they would have been like, I totally agree with what you're saying to- here. Totally. They're, they're, what they were saying was off the wall, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to bow yeah, to people totally. who are going to bully. Like yeah. I'm, it's okay to disagree and yes. we need to teach young people that it's, it's okay, okay to disagree, but you need to keep relationship with yes. people as yeah. much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but disagreeing is a part of life and that's yeah. okay. All right. So let's look at the problem of what people were saying was the problem because yeah. there, there is an underlying issue here, a bigger narrative, a bigger conversation, which is what I'm going to talk about for the next couple of weeks on the podcast when it comes to this whole yes. purity culture. So these are some of the some of the comments mm-hmm. that were made that the song wasn't funny because it was a, a sad display of how men control women's bodies instead of teaching the men to control themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it was teaching girls that they are sex objects that exist for the approval and pleasure and entertainment of men. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear that in the song, but yeah. No. And you know what? That's not in the song, <laughs> yeah. but I think for people no, that have had a bad experience with the whole purity culture. This, they're coming from that place. Yeah. Correct. They're coming from that yep. place. Yep. And, yep. and this is probably another point about the cancel culture is what happens is we bring our experiences to different situations. Yeah, true. And I understand it's not them cancelling him in their mind exonerates or somehow backs their experience. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I'm like, can't the two exist? Yes. Like, can't you have had a bad experience and, and let's deal with that? But it also doesn't mean that you have to go cancelling someone like Matthew West. Yes. It would be like me saying no one can ever have a father-daughter dance ever again mm. at a wedding because I didn't have that at my wedding because my dad's not like that and I don't have mm. that kind of relationship. But you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I've got to then project my experience yeah. onto every other person's opinion or, or mm-hmm. action. So, um, But I thought this was interesting. This is the whole issue with purity culture is – that they're saying that it's harmful because it's putting all the onus on the girls and no responsibility on the boys. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is Izzy's way of saying, help me out here. What do you think about that? No, okay. I, I agree. I agree. I Like what have you seen um, growing up? Well, yeah, so we had a, like, obviously a lot, like our audience, a lot of the people here have been involved in youth ministry or understand what this purity culture is. I remember um, there was an incident where there was a young girl who um, came to youth um, and had a strapless dress on. Yeah. Um, And she got slammed for wearing that. And I don't think she's come back or been really involved in youth ministry since then. 
Yeah. And so sometimes I think we can do a yeah. really poor job. Yeah. And and I'm not even saying we as in me, but I'm just saying collectively yeah. with this purity culture, yeah. it can actually cause a lot of trauma in yeah. people um, by by sort of having that. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, that sort I of do. unfiltered, yeah. Here's, yeah. Yeah, here's what I think. And a lot yeah. of the times I've noticed that the people who are, uh, a hectic in trying to police this purity culture from the way that you dress, the way that you talk. Like, yes, we have to protect it. Yes, we have, there's a godly standard. But the people who are like Nazis about it and no relationship, um, oftentimes are the people who can't even keep their own standards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now you've watered down yeah. um, the message. You've watered down your own sort of um, what God's done in your life. So, yeah, it's it's... It's a real deal. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I think I think what has happened is the there's there's a message that maybe a lot of churches or youth pastors kind of have understood but delivered it. The messenger has not been so good. Yes, I so agree. So when, when you talk about that girl that was slammed yes. for wearing that, if that youth pastor or whoever it was had no relationship with her, embarrassed mm. her, mm. made her feel like an idiot mm. for, for wearing something that she innocently, you know, as if she was wearing that on purpose yeah, to, no. to, you know, get the attention of these boys. I think so. I can understand that people are like purity culture is harmful when it comes across like absolutely, that. Absolutely. 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 So, so I know, I know a couple of um, youth leaders at a, at a local church where, and you know what, they, they did dress quite, mm-hmm. uh, sparingly or spare like I I wouldn't dress the way that they came yeah. to church dre- okay. dressed right but the the female a female pastor again also did very similar came up to them very minimal relationship with them yeah and just kind of slammed them mm-hmm. and the girls were humiliated and embarrassed and then really mad at that female pastor yeah okay. and I get that mm-hmm. because I've been a pastor for 25 years I have never gone up to a girl and made them feel embarrassed for something that they've worn. Yeah, see, that's ever. and yeah, and look at the Renee, my Renee and I were talking about this the other day. The culture in our church, we never have to have conversations no. ever with leaders, um, girls, guys. We never have to have. No, we don't. Actually. We never. And and interestingly enough, we're not policing purity culture. No, I would say we're probably modeling it ourselves. Maybe. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So a lot yeah. of the times you can be like, oh, don't dress, don't walk, don't talk, don't be, yeah. and think that you're being really effective. But we don't really do that. I and actually hate the word purity culture. Yeah, it's so gross. Right? <laughs> Isn't so it just gross. like, I think we need to change <laughs> yeah. the whole narrative. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, And but why is that? You just said a key thing. You said we're modeling it. Yeah. What, what are we modeling? We're not actually modeling purity no. culture. We're just modeling. I always say if God... And I'm going to get into on other episodes yes. the, the theology behind this so-called purity. Yes. When God says things in the Bible, it, it we've got to work out why is he saying it. Mm-hmm. If, if there's a supposed no, mm-hmm. what's the bigger yes that he's protecting? Yeah, yes, what's the, totally. You know, and so when I think of even the way we've raised Georgia, like we were not totally. There, there was one time, mm-hmm. actually, I must say, that Georgia was probably wearing some clothes that I wasn't super duper um, happy with. Yeah. 
Actually, I don't even think I want to say this story. I will hold that story. Yeah, hold I'll it, tell hold you it, later. Hold it. In the but I did I did a little exercise with her to yes. show her. It look, there is an element where what you wear does affect the guys, but does that make the guys any less responsible? No. no not no, at all. But anyway, no. we've diverted the conversation. Yes, 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 but yes. But I think we need to find out the wisdom of what was the original message? Yes. What, what was the intent behind yep, all this purity culture? I just think it was it was delivered badly. Yes. I, I yep. That when you said the messenger part, exactly. Mm, and I yeah. reckon there's a there's a whole lot of I don't want to say victims. I don't want to say those words. Hey, the word victim. <laughs> I don't but, want to say that word. But there's a whole lot of people along the way who've had a really bad experience yeah. um, with that. And I'm, yeah. I just brought our example into it because Renee and I were just mm. saying the other day. How awesome is that we don't have to have these conversations. I think it's something that we live, we model, and it's not purity. It's just being, because it's it's pure purity of heart anyway, really. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it all come from there? Yeah. So yeah. it's more just modeling what it, what it means to be a Christian, live like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think we have to get back to reworking out what that message is. Yes. And why God has got that, you know, that those standards. Yeah. And then working out a better way of how to deliver that. Because I think, and I've said this before, the world are doing a better job of discipling playing our mm-hmm. young people when it comes to sexuality than what the church is yes. because more are starting to, you know, the fact that so many people came out against Matthew West yeah. actually and tells Christians. me there's, yeah, mm. Christ, and Christians tells me that there's a deeper problem that Correct. we are not doing for them to get so triggered by a song. That was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. He did not mean that girls are responsible and boys hold no responsibility. He didn't mean yeah, that. No. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not that I know his intent unless I'm him, but from what I can tell, but there is a problem. I think for that reaction to happen yeah. with the way that the church in general has promoted or, you know, the, the, the message of, Purity. The, yeah, of purity. So <laughs> purity culture. I oh, hate it. God. I hate the words. I'm I don't like, think I've ever used it. Like unless I've used no. a scripture where it says pure in or something like that. But purity culture, it's just yeah. Anyway. No, and I think in America they did the whole the rings. Oh come on, stop it. Oh, I stop remember. It. I do remember hearing about it. Because that oh, I grew up in. God. I was a teenager when that was happening in America, and I remember hearing about it and just thinking, oh heck no. So my, what hap- my church better not. What happens so, if if you um? What happens if something happens? You take the ring off. Well, you're shamed. Shamed. See, here's the issue. That's the issue, right? Jesus would never have done that. No. Um, no way in hell. No. No. Jesus sat with the woman at the well. Totally. But this is this is the thing. He sat, but he also said, "Sin no more." Yeah, totally. So it's totally. like. You know, he didn't go, oh, you feel shame. Yeah. I'm really, you know, uh, don't, don't worry about it. Go back and live mm. how you like. And that's what's mm. wrong with the new message coming through. Yes. There are Christians, very liberal Christians, and that's whose book we're going to study, one of yep. them. Yep. Love God, love mm-hmm. Jesus, but are very liberal on yeah. this. Like do pretty you much want. you can love God do and go want. do what you want. Do well, what you want. But no. the Bible says if you love God, you'll obey him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. totally. Yeah. So, and I think that's why, and this is where we'll... We'll, we'll wrap it up and then yep. I'll introduce about the book um, club. But the new narrative is so attractive because a young gen are hearing, oh, cool, I, let, I get to love God and live how I want to so live. So dangerous. It is dangerous because, um, you know, the danger is that any boundaries or standards that we now start to set 
um, in regards to sexuality, modesty, whatever, are now seen as controlling, manipulative, and harmful. Yeah, because any, it's been that way in the past. And any well, it's anything that suggests that you don't stay at the place that you're in now is like, yeah. oh well, now no, it's that's yeah, like the whole message is transformation. It's yeah. changing us from the inside out. Yeah, and so what that really is, I think, is a stubbornness of wanting the change. It's like. I want to be a Christian, but I also want to sleep around. I also want to do what I want to do when it's like, well, hang on. But if you really let um, the Holy Spirit do a work in you, you can't be the same person. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's hard for people. It's like, but I want one foot here and I want one foot here. Yeah. Nah, the message of the, the scriptures and, and Jesus is that he'll radically transform you from the inside out. You don't even want to desire those things yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. Mm. All right. Well, that's just the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And purity culture is never being, we're not going to say those two words ever again. <laughs> no, no, I'll try not to. Although I have got in a couple of weeks, guys, you're going to want to really like stay on board with this uh, series. Cause I've actually got uh, a girl who reached out to me on Instagram, just um, one of the girl next door listeners who has grown up in the American purity culture. Yeah. And then a few things happened to her. She got shamed out. Jeez. Now she lives here in Australia. And I think it would be really good to hear from someone like that who has lived and been really affected by yeah, that. Whereas my awesome. story is a good story. Yeah. I grew up where my church was not obsessed with purity culture, but it was very similar. I just knew kind of what the standards yeah. were. It was modeled to me. Mm. It just wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I... The fruit of my life has been great in that respect, but I thought it would be good to compare and listen to someone who has That's been there. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. So, um, well... Thanks, Izzy. Thank you, you. You're probably not going to join us in the in the book club, but that's okay. No, that's okay. You guys have fun with the book club. You do read a lot, though. I do, but not probably not these types of books. But yeah, I do. Read I don't a normally bit. read these. This book, this book we're reading, guys, it triggers me. Okay. I'm I'm reading a book it's that I don't agree right? with. Yeah, it's kind of a bit R-rated, actually, to be honest. This is when I dip. So thanks for having me go next door <laughs> and um, have a great week. We'll see you again, Izzy, yes. soon. But everyone else, stay tuned for a second because I've got something to tell you, the book that we're about to do. Okay. That was a great conversation with Isaiah. So he's just left. Um, so I just wanted to just for a moment let you know about a new book that I want to do on the book club um, this is a, like anyone can join, anyone can come be part of this, but I do just want to pre-warn you what book we're going to go through. Um, I think sometimes it's good to read a book that challenges our narrative, that challenges our views. Uh, it's good to sometimes read things that we don't always agree with. So the book I've chosen is called On Her Knees. You might've heard of the author Brenda Davies, who is also the podcaster behind God is Grey. Um, so just a, a quick bit of a, a summary of the book. It's basically a chronicle of her spiritual journey over the course of a decade in LA through marriage, divorce, unlikely friendship, and sexual exploration. And what happened was she began to tear down what she calls the false idol of purity while refusing to abandon her faith. So it's really challenging. She she loves Jesus. She's grown up. She grew up in an evangelical youth group, very similar to a lot of us. Um, however, had a very bad experience when it came to the whole purity culture. So she manages to tear that down while still uh, keeping her faith. I don't agree with 
with where she lands with it all. Um, but for me, it's going to help me to, um, I guess, form an even better narrative around where I believe God's got standards when it comes to sexuality. So um, she's very she's very liberal. It's a little bit R-rated. So I would suggest that you are perhaps, you know, a little bit more mature if you want to join the book club. Um, On the Facebook page, we have a lot of open discussion. And one of the reasons I picked it and that I think it's important is because it's her narrative is one that's becoming appealingly attractive to a young generation. Um, and of course she manages to love God and still be able to do whatever she wants. It's basically where it lands. So come along. You need to request to join Girl Next Door Book Club. I'll pop a few posts up on my social media so you can see. But like I said, the link is in my bio. So if you're interested in that, it's just going to accompany the discussions we're having here on the podcast. So I'm not going to talk about it too much on the podcast. It's going to be more of a separate one, but it is all around this whole purity culture, which is what I want to be covering over the next few weeks. So come along, make sure that you answer the questions because if people don't answer the questions on the, to join the group, I actually don't let people in. I want to know kind of who you are and um, yeah. So come join me there. Otherwise, guys, come back on Friday. Usually it's parenthood, but it's our 100th episode. So I've got a special guest and I'd love to see you there. Until then, have a fabulous couple of days and I'll see you soon. Bye.